0: Questionable people. With questionable fuse. It's just a temporary fuse. So don't get too attached. Uh welcome, welcome back to questionable people. Hi Matt. <laughs> Hi Liz, good to see you. Yeah. Feels like it was only eleven months ago that we were podcasting.
1: Yeah. Well, here we are. Yeah, we definitely didn't do part of an episode before this and decide to completely
0: scrap it. Oh, definitely not. Even like minutes ago, mm-hmm. did we? Did we just record a whole forty-five minute segment that we decided was garbage? Yep. Where we, anal- where we analyzed the meaning of our podcast and what audiences we're looking for and what, what our strengths and weaknesses as a, as a team of podcasters was. It was
1: too serious.
0: Whether structures were important for our dynamic. What we learned the aspects that. of our vibe I were. Think
1: we, I think we learned something important.
0: W- what was that, Liz?
1: And that we're at our best when it's kind of dumb.
0: This is true. Yep. So, the the backstory is we recorded a whole like first podcast in almost a year and then went back and listened to like 30 seconds of an old podcast that was much dumber and much more entertaining. (laughs) So, we we deleted all of that and we're starting over. We're just leaning into the dumb, lowering the bar.
1: Specifically inspired by the question, what's the worst fruit?
0: Yeah, that was a good segment.
1: So. I think we decided this time we're just going to... We don't have a guest. No. I think in the future, some episodes will have guests. Some won't, Mm -hmm. depending on how much work we put into uh, Mm. organizing.
0: Yeah. And I think that the ethos from... It holds up, which is that lowering the bar is good for everyone. We lower expectations. We increase our enjoyment. That's just that's just life. That's how it works. So, we're lowering our the bar for our own uh, you know podcasting standards. So the questionable people aren't don't they don't have to be a guest that we have on. It's the questions themselves we ask each other that could be questionable. It's, if is that tracking or is that
1: as long as there's a question in the podcast and okay. there's people in the podcast, I believe we have met the requirements.
0: Amen for the podcast. It's a deal. Let's do it. Okay. Uh, okay. Question number one.
1: I have no questions prepared, so I'm gonna okay. be speaking of lowering the bar.
0: Question number one: You had a dog die, and you <laughs> replaced it. Were there any breeds that you ruled out?
1: You're <laughs> such a horrible person. Um, I mean, we had very specific requirements. Okay. Um, should
0: we? Should we? I'm sorry. Should we spend a little more time on Darcy? I don't mean to be. I know this was...
1: No. No. Uh. My my dog died over the summer. We had to put our dog down. Um, it was horrible. I miss her. She was awesome. Um, and a couple weeks ago, we got a new dog, which has been great. It is a weird experience, though, because you have a new dog. It's not like you, you didn't replace your old dog. That would be weird, but you kind of did. Mm-hmm. You kind of did.
0: Talk so. more about that, Liz.
1: I thought we were having fun. What happened to that?
0: I'm having fun. <laughs>
1: Um, also, this isn't. The, I thought we were going to ask questions in which we could both engage. You're just asking me a question.
0: Are you? Are you? Can tap out? Is this no, no, not no, no, the no. question I, for you? I've got I'm more. Fine. I got more questions.
1: I can handle it. Okay. Matt.
0: What is the dumbest car brand?
1: No. I, I want to. Well, I have a. Mm, I do have an opinion about that, but.
0: But I do want to hear. I want to hear about Darcy. I want like let's just like Darcy was instrumental. The story of Darcy. I also asked asked a clumsy question episode one what about Darcy. What was the Darcy. question? It was also an assholeish insensitive question. Yeah, what was it? It was about Darcy's death. Uh
1: huh. Specifically. I, I
0: think I asked you if you were looking forward to her death.
1: Yeah, I think you asked if there was a part of me that was.
0: Yeah, I think I did.
1: Looking forward to it, and I'm pretty I pretty sure I was like. I think you were shut that down.
0: I think you were rightly. Um, Taken aback by that question. That's <laughs> <laughs> so.
1: The best part about that, though, is we were talking about it this before we start press record, <laughs> and Matt was apparently very pleased with himself with that question. No, he thought it was very funny. No. <laughs> he thought it was like an excellent question and At the time, hilarious.
0: At the time, I thought it was a funny question, and then when I asked it, I, was, I realized what, how poorly it landed.
1: Yeah, if you want to know anything about Matt's ability to read the room <laughs> um
0: oh god but back yeah. to
1: your original yeah. question we just uh-huh. we wanted a small dog we're on team small dog i hate that i just said that i don't love that phrase well uh, i just small dogs mean small poops small mess mm-hmm. not a lot of hair not a lot of drool mm-hmm. you don't have to spend a bunch of money on dog food mm-hmm. so small dog we wanted to adopt a dog that's kind of it we wanted a dog with some personality. Uh, we always call it a little bit of a junkyard factor. Mm -hmm. So, like, not too foo-foo.
0: So, are there any small dogs, though, that you were, like, out of hand, like, no, can't do that one? Trying to get you to talk shit about specific breeds is where I'm...
1: Probably not a chihuahua. (sighs) I mean, I know that's...
0: I need a content warning for my children on this one.
1: That's ju- hey, just because it's not right for me doesn't mean it's not right for other people.
0: Oh, I'm I'm not arguing with you on this point. But if my children asked if I were arguing with you on this point, I'm arguing with you on this point.
1: I trust that your kids can handle hearing that.
0: You've met my children.
1: Yeah, I have a lot of respect for them. Right. Sounds like you don't. <laughs> and I don't think we were poodle people.
0: Okay. That's all. Chihuahuas and poodles are controversial. Out.
1: well and not not like a fluffy um I don't know what you call it. Like a
0: uh,
1: like a tiny dog with like long a hair. Maltese. Yeah. Is yes, that a dog or probably. is that a, is I mean, that a bird? I'm, maybe well, that's a, the Maltese falcon. Yeah,
0: <laughs> is that what I'm thinking of? <laughs> what and I'm a th- movie? is yeah, that a movie? It is.
1: It's um, a Humphrey
0: Bogart movie. Yeah,
1: really stepping... That's, I'm about to tread into territory I know nothing about. Um,
0: <laughs> uh, what is the breed I'm thinking of? The little... Yeah. Not a Chow Chow.
1: No, I I hear... A, mul- a little Yeah, ball. maybe a Maltese.
0: What did Agent Scully have in um in X-Files? Did
1: she have a dog?
0: It was named... I remember it's named. It was named Quee Quake because it was a Moby Dick reference.
1: You know... You remember more about that than me. But it's
0: like the fl- Pomeranian. That's the word I'm looking for.
1: Yeah. I mean, I'm...
0: What did what did Aaron, our sound guy is here now, and he just whispered something in the background that I didn't hear. What's, it, what's that, Aaron? I think it was her parents' dog. Her parents' dog? Oh, is Agent Scully, it Was she, like, babysat it for them?
1: I 100% trust Aaron's knowledge about the X-Files over yours. I can
0: check. Okay, Aaron's going to Google that. He's offered it to confirm, to fact-check this claim. Um, we'll I get think back to I that. knew
1: we'd get a part terrier. I mean, that... I didn't want to get a clone of Darcy, but I think we enjoy the the terrier. Gotcha. Yeah.
0: Um, And what's it like living in a space that has been only partly filled? What do you mean? Like uh, the hole that Darcy left. Oh. Is now.
1: I mean, this dog is technically smaller, so literally.
0: Okay. Okay.
1: It's just different. Like the dog is occupying its own space, because I mean, it's and that's what's interesting. You know, it's like there's different. There's some similarities because I mean, mm-hmm. I think a lot of terriers have some similar qualities, but she's also different. Um, I think the weirdest thing is we didn't want to give her any of Darcy's stuff. Yeah. Except she. There is um, one toy that was Darcy's favorite toy. Mm and she has been playing with it.
0: How does that make you feel?
1: Well, I would love to say it's what Darcy would have wanted, but it's not. <laughs> 100% not what Darcy would have wanted. She would be pissed. Um and so that feels a little weird. I'm not sure uh, I'm not sure that was the right call, but Ladybird's really happy about it. That's our new dog. Ladybird. Yeah, Ladybird. Mhm. So yeah, that's my answer to that
0: question. Okay, cool, great. Aaron has an answer for us coming in. What, what, whether or not the Pomeranian named Queequeg was in fact... It was her dog. It was Agent no. Scully's dog! What? I doubted you. Because I didn't think it, her parents would be like Moby Dick refers, was really why I would have... No, that's so her parents all have Moby Dick nicknames. Wait, wait. Agent Sc- Aaron's in the background saying Agent Scully's parents have Moby Dick nicknames themselves? Mm-hmm. She like she refers to her parents as Ahab. Ishmael and Ahab and um and her Dad calls her Starbuck. Starbuck, he calls that's her cool. Starbuck. I think
1: that's I mean.
0: How interesting. I wonder why. That's a layer I've never thought to unpack in the X-Files before. Is the her implication her dad was an app- But I think, like, for narrative reasons... So, I'm sorry, i got to say what Aaron's saying in the background, because he's not on mic. He said, it's because Scully's dad was an admiral in the Navy. So, the question is, narratively, why would Chris Carter and the other writers of The X-Files have layered this into the subtext of The X-Files? Is it to imply that she herself, Agent Scully, the Ishmael character... Uh, that's on a doomed mission being dragged along by a mad captain here played by David Duchovny uh, and that she herself is heading for um, disaster? Is that what we're...
1: I think you're thinking too hard about it.
0: It was meant to be thought about, Liz. They would not have put this many Moby Dick references in the X-Files. It's only a couple episodes. Okay. And the dog tragically dies, and is eaten by an
1: alligator. Oh my God! Ninety-six.
0: Okay, so Aaron's Aaron's context here is that that's it's only in a couple episodes, and the dog is eaten by an alligator. Mm-hmm. I think tragically? the fact that
1: it's Moby Dick just it hit you in a particularly special place, and that's why you're interested.
0: It's interesting. It's yeah yeah. Okay. You got me. I think this is deliberate, Liz. Okay. I think the Queequeg, Queequeg is the name of the dog, also the name of the ship, right? Actually, Matt, uh, sorry, this is future sober Matt punching into Matt Splain Moby Dick to uh, the Matt that's prattling on right now. Uh, Actually, the Pequod uh, was the ship uh, in Moby Dick. Queequeg was the uh, Polynesian South Pacific Islander. Uh, that was the first person that Ishmael met in the story. Uh, so you can just, you, the audience here, can just disregard uh, any alleged point that past Matt is trying to make from here on out. Thank you. So if the dog dies, eaten by... Um, an alligator. An alligator. Uh, this is, and the ship itself in Moby Dick is a metaphor for America, for the American project. Um, and Chris Carter would have known that. I think this was all. I, th- there may have been layers of, like, uh, there may. So have, if
1: the show is on today, would they be talking about it on Fox News? Would we like that they're, they're trying to like?
0: It was a Fox. Like, fox fox News, What's Fox today? Mulder. It's all connected. Holy shit!
1: <clears throat> I mean, I have to. Uh, I don't. Moby Dick doesn't do anything for me.
0: Okay, we'll move on. That's fine. Okay. I, I need to start a separate Moby Dick podcast. Yeah, you
1: two can have a spinoff.
0: I love Moby Dick. Moby Dick is, like, one of my favorite books. Moby
1: Dick and Star Trek.
0: That's true. <laughs> Aaron, and I, Aaron and I could do a Moby Dick and Star Trek podcast. That would be perfect. That would be perfect. Okay. Um. um okay, my next question for you, is: You got... Uh, you also got a new car. You got a new dog. You got a new car. Um, when you were shopping, what, uh, well, first of all, what brand of new car did you get? I'm a curious. A Subaru. A Subaru. Got a Forester. Okay. I'm not going to ask any questions about that. Um, as you were car shopping and you were considering other brands, uh, did it ever, did you ask yourself what the dumbest car brand was by any chance?
1: Well, first, would it surprise you to learn I didn't consider anything else?
0: (laughs) Um, this... (laughs) Yeah, it does surprise me a little bit. You just knew. You needed a new car, and you just knew Subaru Forester. I
1: mean, I believe my exact words to the guy at the dealership were, it's time for me to step into my destiny. (laughs) It's a 39-year-old white woman. (laughs) get a subaru
0: except you're as far as i know you're a 39 year old straight white woman
1: oh interesting <laughs> interesting um
0: hmm hmm am i gonna have to edit that comment out later Is it's not Is this uh,
1: no i just had uh i guess i had not i i knew that stereotype but i guess i thought subaru would had expanded its stereotypes
0: yeah, I mean, it's a pretty, it's a pretty welcoming, universal brand, uh, which I think is why it's been felt welcoming to certain subsections of the population.
1: Liberals? People that like hiking?
0: Yeah. But they're also, like, like historically, they, they literally did pursue lesbians as a, as a market in the 90s like advertising history and they did it very subtly and very I was gonna deftly. say now you'll have
1: to show me like you'll have to send me an old ad
0: mm-hmm.
1: um well. I did learn that they're gonna start taking the CD players out of all the Subarus and older people are pissed
0: oh no
1: um anyway so yeah no I li- I just knew okay. I, I Subaru was it
0: so it wasn't go ahead
1: but Maybe this is a spinoff question and you can answer it too. What is a car brand you would never buy?
0: Yeah, that's what I'm getting at. Like, is there like a, is there, what's the dumbest car brand is really my mm-hmm. question for you.
1: Um, I don't, I would never buy a Chevy. I don't think. Oh, interesting. Yeah.
0: <sighs> okay. Okay. What about you? For me it's BMW. What? BMW's are garbage. I just I hate, I hate. I used to have one too, but um, I grew. I became a better person.
1: Man, that's just not
0: like new BMWs. Like, who are those for? I
1: feel like I, I feel like that's such a weird flex, though. I don't know. It's some sort of like weird status flex to say like I would never buy a BMW.
0: I like like. By rejecting it, I'm saying I could. I could have no, one. No, this is that just not problem? even where my brain went. Oh.
1: My brain just didn't even go to, like, luxury cars I Do you know
0: buy. anyone you don't hate that owns a BMW? I don't know
1: anyone that owns a BMW.
0: Exactly. That's because you're a person of taste and that has cultivated your social circle. Um, she does. She just doesn't know it. Oh, oh, no. Erin's no. saying she knows somebody with a BMW. Who is it? Oh. <laughs> oh, David. oh, no, um, uh, dear.
1: Hey, I'm not the one that said I hate BMWs. No. That was you.
0: That was. Um,
1: and he makes great bread.
0: I do know that about him. And Should we even say like. I, like You're
1: eating bread now. And I am. An,
0: I've never had his bread, though.
1: It's awesome.
0: That's what I've heard.
1: You haven't had bread till you've had his bread.
0: Huh. Okay. Um but like I also feel like we're talking about new cars. Like yeah. if we Yeah, were,
1: yeah, yeah. I felt like we were talking about new cars. Like
0: I would like for instance on Chevy, I would, like I wouldn't buy a new Chevy either, but like it, like I would, there's a lot of classic Chevys that would drive in a heartbeat for sure.
1: Sure. And then now that's territory I know almost nothing about. But I I bet I would too.
0: Mhm. Mhm. Um like same for like to me the, the most extreme example is like is Corvettes. Like I feel like you shouldn't be allowed to own a Corvette unless you have won an international Kung Fu tournament.
1: Yeah, like I a think a new Corvette. I think I make huge assumptions about people that drive Corvettes. Yeah. And they're not good.
0: Um but like a like a sixties, seventies, eighty Corvette, yeah, hell yeah. Yeah. That's that's a cool car. Anybody can drive one of those. I will mm, allow that.
1: Interesting.
0: Um, huh. I'm surprised that I got the pushback on the BMW side of things. Like, I just, I just don't, like... I, like, I think even it just you surprised the, me.
1: That's just not where my brain was. You
0: look at the design of a new BMW, and you're like, what? Like, who? who is the audience that, that they're... Putting these shapes together for. So
1: I think the other thing is I just don't even know what new BMW. I frankly, do not even know what they look like. I don't think I've seen one in a while.
0: I mean, it's, but it's been this way for like fifteen years. I feel oh, okay. like.
1: Okay. Uh, never mind. Well, uh, when I was like eighteen, I really wanted a BMW. I thought they were. Yeah, I
0: did. Cool. I did too. I did too. Absolutely. When I was eighteen. And I had like I had an, like a nineties BMW, like a five series, and it was like it was the the last sort of like classic looking cool BMW, and then they turned creepy something happened i don't and i don't know i don't understand i don't understand the life choices and aesthetic structures of the people that get them anymore
1: tangent and not a question i guess it is a question have you seen the rivian truck the electric truck
0: rivian that's a real word it's a
1: new company
0: okay
1: and that's what they're making.
0: They're making a, an electric truck?
1: That's as much as I know about it, but you should go look at it. Okay. And we can discuss.
0: Let's assume I, would, I have. Oh, I would, no, pretend I, I said, said yes, th- I've seen it. I what were you going to say? I want to know what you think about how it looks. Pretend I said I love it, and then what? Well, how do I, you... You
1: need to see how it looks before you say that.
0: Okay, pretend I said I hate it, and then what no, do you, you say? No, you also need to see I'm just trying to... Okay, fine.
1: Before you do that, next episode
0: we're going to revisit this conversation in the next episode you're are so riveted by this question that we're going to come back to it
1: maybe or not <laughs> <laughs> I'm So afraid. you have to okay. tune in to find
0: out okay uh, it's um it's october right now yep so a few things happen in october um one is the the state fair have you been this this no, year we're i know not it's going a big deal year. you're not going to go mhm is this a COVID decision? Or
1: yeah, we just decided we weren't going to go. Okay. We we just Have you
0: been following, like, the like the new food Instagram posts or any of that stuff?
1: I was always just a classic food eater, too. I was, like, get a turkey leg.
0: Okay. Well, of all of the, like, what's the worst state fair food you've ever had? In, in, uh...
1: This is such a, you're asking the wrong question because I was a vegan for so long.
0: Oh, that's right.
1: <laughs> and then now I just get turkey legs
0: turkey legs you was were totally there,
1: asking their own person Okay. question like, I'm so sorry was
0: there a memorable especially memorable turkey leg that you had they've all been great they've all been great good good okay sorry cool
1: sorry I feel like I let you down good there. talk yeah
0: thanks for coming
1: you're, you're also you're doing all the heavy lifting with the questions
0: well you told me you didn't have any I don't okay um so I went to the state fair with my kids oh okay I, actually no I'm going with my kids but I already went without them um and I at the at Fletcher's, they have all of these new, like, corn dog options. Real, Are you aware of this? No,
1: but we could talk about the Korean corn dogs we've been <laughs> Yes! Oh, so this is
0: a cool. whole topic. It's so much better. Okay, we'll get to that. Okay. Uh, so Fletcher's has, now they have, like, this bris- like, brisket, corn dog, and they have this, if you go to the one special, like, old-timey Fletcher's, they have a... Turkey corn dog that's split open and covered with like jalapeno mac and cheese, and I went out of my way to try this one because the the photos looked was it really good? good. You know how some things are like more than the sum of their parts. Yes. And you know how some things are less than the sum yeah, of their. parts? Yeah. Sometimes
1: one is one is one and one is three. and yeah. Sometimes one and one is like one and a half.
0: Exactly. This is a one and a half uh. for sure. Like it was just corned breading with some meat. Thing on it and some pasta so a classic, and cheese. It was a huge mystery. Just it's,
1: because we can doesn't mean we should. Yeah. Mm.
0: I was really pulled in by the Instagram photo and it was genuine garbage. Like I was um, as, as disappointed as I mean, I've ever been with any State Fair food.
1: That's Instagram for you.
0: Is it? I don't know that I agree. You
1: don't think Instagram is like a funhouse mirror um, into life?
0: maybe it's just the stage of life that I'm in right now but no no I don't mm. no I enjoy it I have fun it's a good place
1: well, I mean I enjoy it too but I think it's a fun house mirror and you should always remember that. Oh. that like objects in mirror are not what they appear
0: fair enough uh okay yeah that was my state fair experience uh it's also Halloween yep coming up yep you want to hear a spooky story? Sure. Okay. Um so this is a bit of a long one, but it's worth it. Um some I like I've gotten, like, I've had some weird experiences in my life. We've talked about a couple of them.
1: Yeah, some
0: UFOs, UFOs and, you know, hauntings and various things. Some mystical stuff. Mystical shit. I never know what it means. And, like, so I've, occasionally I get, like, I push into the, you know, the cult research stuff. Anyway, I read about, I don't even remember, some guy that developed some energy system. I don't remember. He had some mystical experience. And he changed his name to Ra-Uruhu. Um, Wait,
1: are you going to change your name?
0: No, I'm not changing my okay. name. keep going. Uh, anyway, so he, his name is Ra-Uruhu. He was some white guy that gave himself a Hindu name. When I saw this name, um, I, I was reminded of a nursery rhyme that my girls used to sing, that they invented. And it was about this sort of like female boogeyman character that they called Uru Rabi and they sang this all the time Um, and I I was like wait a second Ra Uruhu means something in Hindi I wonder if Uru Rabi means something in Hindi as well and so I looked it up and it does mean something in Hindi and it means to enter or possess like, like take control of the spring harvest and and super creepy but like listen to the nursery rhyme that so this nursery rhyme was invented by my youngest june when she was four and it just came to her out of the blue like it just like and then june and vivian would sing this all the time um and it went like this uru Robbie coming your way she's gonna chicken your arms up all the way she's gonna put you in a bag even in heaven and never let you out evan the Devon. Um, and Evan and Devin was just this nonsense syllable at the end. And, um, and they would like, they added other verses over time, but that was like the core verse that they sang and they sang and they re-sang. And it, like, it always just, I loved it, but it creeped me the fuck out all the time. But then I find out that Uru Rabi means to enter, possess the spring harvest, which makes it like this harvesting, like scythe, like reaper character that puts you in a, in a, harvest bag so so i'm freaking out about this so then i'm like wait a second what about that nonsense syllable at the end evan Evan, Devon? does that mean anything so i looked that phrase up it also is a hindi fucking phrase that means divine oats (laughs) so now we have a a nursery rhyme that my girls have invented about a character named Uru Rabi the one who enters and possesses the spring harvest and puts you in that bag and you her divine oats are her harvest that she keeps in her bag for fucking eternity what the fuck
1: so June is some sort of medium
0: she is and she's not the only child that has these come like Colin I've had a, all of them have had some really unsettling um, Halloween appropriate stories but this is my most recent one and I'm still processing it and trying to figure out what it means but uh
1: maybe y'all need a podcast
0: that would be fun um it's
1: unsettling so,
0: yeah very unsettling so there's my spooky Halloween story
1: do you dress up for Halloween? pro costume?
0: yeah very pro costume we've we've done we used to do like family we went as the Ramones one year that was fun I remember that um did a star trek one one year this year two of them are doing breaking bad costumes um i don't you gonna dress up i haven't decided yet i don't have Mm. a plan yet Mm. what about you
1: i always think about dressing up and then i never dress up Mm. i mean i haven't had a halloween costume in years but this year's i have two ideas oh tell me i won't do because i don't do them but one is to be rebecca welton
0: from mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: T- uh, Ted Lasso and then the other one this mm-hmm. one feels mean-spirited and so I don't want to do it uh, but it's to be like pumpkin spice latte fall girl
0: uh, and basically get the wad, like the big. Bo Burnham's inside
1: the big yeah ba- um, like the big brown hat with the big brim yeah and I would straighten my hair and take my uh-huh. glasses off and not
0: tip at and coffee have, shops yeah
1: and, uh-huh and get a yeah uh-huh <laughs> yeah uh <laughs> just was my experience <laughs> from working in at a coffee shop for many years Liz, that
0: Liz? The context here is Liz sent me a picture of a bunch of basic white women, and was like, "Have you ever dated anyone <laughs> like that looks like?" That this. looks like that. <laughs> uh, and then I think. And I, then she was like, "Just so you know, these people don't tip."
1: <laughs> in general, don't want to paint with a you know. Wide brush. (laughs) Also, there are lots of other people out there that are sneaky no-tippers that you would never expect.
0: Oh, tell me more about this.
1: No, I'm just going to say we all know people that don't tip.
0: Oh, yes, absolutely.
1: That's all. They walk among us. Huh. I
0: want to know more, but you clearly don't want to dive into this. No,
1: no. That's not... Yeah. Yep. My secret. (laughs) It's my secret. (laughs) My gift that I received from working... Okay. Service, Aaron probably knows not about like all about all that kind of stuff too. I'm sure. Ah, I bet he does. Probably even crazier stuff because uh, he owned a bar.
0: Yep. Yep. Yeah, I got I got um, an employee disc or a founder's discount at Aaron's bar for a long time before you found out <laughs> I was not a founder. <laughs> That's, true. That's true. Yep. <laughs> they thought it was true. True. Like, oh no! Wait, you mean partner, partner? Business partner. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I didn't know this part of the story.
1: So what Aaron but. just said is that they thought that
0: Which ownership discounts applied to
1: spouses. <laughs> they thought that Matt and his business partner Bo, were
0: were a couple. Partners, were
1: married. Yes, were together. And so that's why they gave him. Yes. The discount.
0: <laughs> we've been mistaken for for a couple so many times. That's hilarious. I didn't. I never knew that part of the story till just now. <laughs> well, that's. that also ties back to uh, Halloween costumes because and I bought, um, shining twins dresses to, to wear as Halloween costumes okay. like years ago, and we've it's never good. actually done it. But you maybe. should just
1: wear them to work. On the, Friday that, was the yeah. that was the plan. That was the plan with the shining twins dress. I mean, like, why else do you own your own business?
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's the best.
1: Um, I know you can't answer or anyone can hear you, but do you ever dress up for Halloween, Aaron? That is once. Once ever. Mm-hmm. How? When was when? when?
0: I was dating my wife mm-hmm.
1: at
0: the time was the
1: year of the Chilean mining incident.
0: Oh, my God. Sorry. He said he was dating his wife at the time, and it was the year of the Chilean mining incident. For a pop culture reference? Yeah, yeah.
1: Very timely.
0: Chilean (laughs) miner. You were a Chilean miner. That got rescued.
1: Did they all get rescued?
0: I believe so. I think so. Okay.
1: That makes me feel better about the costume. Mm Okay. Um... (laughs) Yeah, you didn't strike me as a I I will dress up for Halloween kind of guy. <clears throat>
0: um, <laughs> I almost made a looking at art, walking down a hallway reference.
1: Hmm. I mean, we we can wrap it up.
0: Um, that's the end of my question list. But um, uh, we'll give you a minute. You can come up with something. Does Brian
1: listen to the podcast? You know, it's a good question. I think
0: Aaron. so. Oh, interesting. Aaron just asked if Liz's husband Brian listens to our podcast.
1: I try not to. Um, He's such a
0: nice guy. I'm
1: sure he does. I I I, <laughs> I think he does, but I don't want to. It's like I don't want to put that pressure on him.
0: We need to. We need a like he would have up. To. Yeah, I hear you. Um, I do remember when we did our mini-sode, our shortest episode, where we just made the Sylvia Plath avocado recipe and sampled it and disgusting. reviewed it. That I remember he listened to that and he said, more mini-sodes, please.
1: Yeah, okay. I'm glad you remember that because I don't remember that. Um, And I... It's, I this is why I'm like hesitating because I it's not like he comes in and he's like, Oh, on the podcast when this happened, and we, <laughs> we, we like don't talk about it. Um, but I think he he might listen. I guess we're gonna find out fine <laughs> if you listened this far.
0: Did you have a follow up question to that, Aaron? No, you're just stirring the pot. Mm, cool,
1: it's good, postured. Mm-hmm. Um, the day I
0: thought your podcast was. <laughs> okay, now Aaron just said. Aaron just said Nadea, his wife, thought that your podcast was not what it is. What at did all. she think it was? What did your wife think it was, Aaron? No idea.
1: But
0: when did she listen and discover that it was something else? And what?
1: And was it better or worse than she <laughs> yeah, thought?
0: Exactly. <laughs>
1: That's the important part. Forget.
0: What? What? What do you mean? You forget? You can't say. It's such a-
1: yeah, I mean it's been a long time since we did this on a regular it's basis. It's true.
0: It's okay. If we don't dance.
1: <laughs> okay. Um. Okay, here's a question, mm-hmm. and we'll think more about these next time. But uh, best flavor ice cream and worst.
0: Okay. Yep. Um, worst flavor is whatever that blue one is. Like they call it like I don't know, different. F- oh, it's bubble gum.
1: Oh my God! Where are you getting your ice cream?
0: Bubble gum. Blue Moon, like sometimes places call it Blue Moon, but it's always bubblegum flavored and it's blue. And that is the worst ice cream flavor. Um best ice cream flavors. Oh. <sighs> I mean like anything with caramel and nuts and salted stuff is gonna work for me, but also like um I don't know. I like. Have you ever been in the Portland chain, like Salt and Straw?
1: I have.
0: <laughs> like they just, just anything there. I don't know that it's a flavor. It's more of a. It's an approach to ice cream making that counts. A philosophy, more. A philosophy, a way of being. Exactly.
1: Yeah.
0: Okay. A respect for the craft of ice cream. It's a, as an ethos that matters more than a flavor.
1: Sounds like yeah, it's like, not it's like ice cream. It's like church. It
0: is like okay. all, their olive oil ice cream is uh, is the is better than any. The only better ice cream I've had is other flavors there at Salt and Straw. Um, <clears throat> I take that back. Also, that Korean place we, you and me and Brian and Dan went. We
1: didn't talk about the Korean. Corn dog. Oh, crap. We distracted. got so
0: distracted. Okay, Kate. Time out on the ice cream conversation. Back to the state fair. Here, I'll end the ice cream
1: conversation. The, I love chocolate, all kinds of chocolate ice cream, and there's not really a bad flavor of ice cream. I don't know. Whatever trash ice cream that's bubble gum and all that sounds horrible. Yeah, that's a I've impal. never even but had that But Somi
0: Somi, the, the soft serve Korean place.
1: Yeah, that was good.
0: Is fantastic. Yeah. Worth a trip.
1: And then Matt and I, in a my husband Brian and our friend Dan who was a guest on this podcast many moons ago we mm-hmm. all went and had korean corn dogs and i think that i mean the answer it's just highly recommend if you if you yes. like potatoes and if you would like little fried potatoes and a corn dog to have a baby
0: yes exactly you should
1: go get so, corn dogs.
0: so fletchers attempted to plus up the corn dog experience at the State Fair this year, and it was a huge miss. The Koreans, apparently, have been doing this for decades. And, like, I dreamed for years about, like, a craft corn dog restaurant. I was like, this is what I want. What? This, I want somebody to take corn dogs and just, like...
1: I didn't know you liked corn dogs that much. I love corn dogs, but I was not aware.
0: I, no, like, I've always enjoyed a corn dog, but I just felt like... Imagine how great this it food could be, could be if somebody did something special with it, and they've done this, and they've done it for a long time. So the Koreans, they there's no corn involved. We call it a corn dog. They don't. They call it a hot dog. Yeah, my but it's a it's on a stick. It's battered, battered frank on a stick, but it's battered in donut batter, and then it's rolled in sugar and salt.
1: Yeah, but like powdered sugar. So it's like salty, sweet. Yes, and then and then if and then you, you want. want Go ahead. You get the potatoes, the little tiny diced
0: potatoes. Little diced potatoes on and that are fried with the whole thing as a unit.
1: And then if you want.
0: Then if you want.
1: There's all these different sauces.
0: But before then, then if you want, you can also get mozzarella melted on the outside on top of like I didn't know this until I saw some Koreans order this. Um, it's a separate thing, so you can get one where it's half frank, half mozzarella on the inside of the corn dog, but also which on, is
1: excellent like yes. a cheese stick. Yes, and a potato had a baby.
0: You can get the potatoes, and then you can get a slice of mozzarella melted on top of the whole thing, and then then we get to the sauces. And I'm going to turn the conversation over to you for the sauce. Uh, I am just
1: laughing because we always end up talking about food. Mm-hmm. Um. I don't even remember what all the sauces were. There was like regular mustard, there was like a sweet mustard, there was a cheese.
0: There was a garlic butter sauce or something.
1: And there's also a dessert one. There's
0: a sweet chili sauce. Yeah. Yeah, there's a cheese sauce, a sweet chili sauce, a, gar- a garlic herb sauce of some kind.
1: It It was very good, but it, for me, was definitely a...
0: Um, like a once eight, a month.
1: Eight. Oh, I was thinking like twice a year.
0: Okay, fair enough.
1: Uh,
0: but that place—if that place opened a stand at the state fair,
1: kill that, kill they it would
0: just like put every other every other it. tent out of business. Um, it's called. We should. Should we just plug them? Should we just say their name?
1: I forgot the name. It's
0: Frank Soul. So. Frank oh, yeah, Soul. Like Soul. Like Soul Korea. Seoul Korea. Up in. Well, there's a the f-
1: Korea town that's up in Carrollton. Yeah,
0: on Old Denton Road.
1: Um. It's not related to Korean corn dogs, but did you know Heim Barbecue here will do? They do corn dogs, and you can get a sausage inside, like no, one of their. No, I don't, I don't know. if that, that appeals to you. It's that Closer, it's not the same. That very, but.
0: very appeals to me.
1: Okay, so put we, that on your list. We used to go to Lushers.
0: Did they do a corn? Did Lushers do a corn dog? On
1: special every Tuesdays.
0: I didn't know that. I must have never gone on a Tuesday.
1: I never went. Me you and Bo would go.
0: Yeah, we did that place. So Lusher's, Aaron's reminded me about Lusher's Deep Ellum. and Deep Elm, and that that's gone. Has anything All kept right. that tradition alive? No, so many good places gone. Aaron, sound guy question. I've been playing with this like screw and rivet for for several minutes. How how irritating is that in the mix? Okay, good
1: just add to the charm
0: that's that's the goal all the quirks the Um, audience can handle
1: okay maybe final question
0: oh good it's not about food good yeah we need to move away from food it's Um, too comfortable for us I know it's
1: too yeah it's too easy we need to
0: challenge um, ourselves
1: so what's the best thing that's happened to you lately? That is a little more serious. That is
0: a serious one. Wow. Right. We'll
1: end it on that, and then we, that way we don't <sighs> to get to it.
0: What is the best thing that's happened to you? I know me? I'm
1: sorry. Now that I'm a coach, I don't know how to not ask questions like this. Not,
0: so not I'm, ask I'm positive questions? Or,
1: or, like, tell me about you, and, like. Um. um that's. <clears well.
0: throat> I uh, Well, it sort of ties back to, like, some of the, the weird shit that has happened to me. Like, I, I like, I, f- I feel like I'm pushing into that world in a more deliberate way and getting, like... Um, answers is not the right word, but, like, clues that are fun, and it's been... Um, I don't know, how, like, this is like a 45 minute conversation to even begin to, like, explain what the fuck I'm talking about.
1: I don't know. What, what did I, what was my questioning? What's the best thing that's happened uh, to you lately? The best thing that
0: happened to me lately is, like, um.
1: I, th- I think I thought this would be somewhat light.
0: <laughs> uh. No, like, I've been, um. like I'm not going to get into specifics because it's going to take way too long but I'll try to answer it in a very vague but still remotely satisfying way so um I've been both like haunted by and um, intrigued by uh... (laughs) god how do I tell this quickly (laughs) have I told you any of my Prometheus stories
1: I think so. <laughs> that's a, that's quite a way to I don't I don't I don't know how you're going to do this quickly with that sort of lead.
0: No. No, there's no way out of this question. Fuck. Um
1: we can i can retract it
0: yeah let's this is the simplest we could do an, I
1: was going to say we got a new dog that's been great yeah that's, <laughs> that's good for you i love it. that it's congrats it's shallow it's, over here. I've
0: developed a personal relationship with Prometheus and yeah. i'm figuring out what that means for me and it's um i used to be afraid of him and now it's it's all starting to make sense and uh you know I thought I had free will over these tattoos that I have recently got on my forearm, but it turns out that he was in control of it all along, and there's little threads that connect this. and It's really it's good stuff. It's exciting. It's good for me. I've been been enjoying.
1: So you're learning a lot about yourself. Right?
0: I am. I am. Me and Prometheus. I'm writing a little sitcom about the two of us.
1: Yeah, me, ampersand,
0: mm-hmm. Prometheus. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay, do you have anything else before we wrap up? No. This <laughs> is our shortest episode ever, by the way. <laughs> um, oh, we talked about if anyone has made it this far, A, congratulations. B, we'd love for you to submit questions so we oh, can that's have right. better this questions. Is our, this
0: is our new format.
1: And we are going to try to actually think about it more next time. Like a, little a little bit little, more, like well, 20% more. I am going to think more about it. Matt probably will not <laughs> uh, because that's how we do things. Um, but yeah, if you have questions, I'd be helpful. That would be doing our work for us. And yeah. we love that.
0: So yeah, we're asking, yeah, this is the call to our friends for yeah, so just text the next us. episode. Text us questions that we should ask each other.
1: And if you listen to this podcast and you don't know us well enough to have our phone numbers, that's... Oh, fuck off. I was just going to say that's very surprising we have that anyone listening <laughs> that wouldn't know how to reach out to us. So, um, yeah, I just don't think we're going to have that problem. <laughs> so, yeah, just send us your messages, your questions.
0: And here is the painting in the hallway that we we'll yeah. come to next. Sorry, this was our metaphor for how to know. We were borrowing from the Queen, Queen of England's.
1: I, s- I swear it was it is the Queen of England or someone like that, and the way they tell people it's time to go is they show them all these paintings in the hallway, and the hallway ends at the door. Yeah. So it's kind of like, uh, get the fuck out. Cool. So I think that means we're
0: wrapping it up. Okay, cool. Bye. Okay, bye. It's just a so don't get too attached. That was questionable People, episode whatever. Um, Thanks for listening. Uh, Check out questionablepodcast.com for other episodes. Subscribe. Leave us a review on iTunes and Spotify unless you're going to tank our perfect five-star score. Thanks, bud. Thanks to Aaron for...